informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Alright everybody, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things. Brian here, and I'm here with my co-host, Elliot. Hey. And we have our guest, Alan. Oh, man, it's cold down here in Texas, but maybe next week is going to be in the 70s, so I'm going to be complaining about that next week. Yeah, roll Thank with, God. Roll that dice. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can get out and play some disc golf. Yes, I'd be down with that. So, topic kind of came to us today while we were recording the previous episode. <laughs> we, we did an interview with... Um, Janae Marie, so if you, haven't, if you haven't listened to that, please go back and uh, give it a listen. But we, we came upon this topic as we were talking after the interview, in that um, Phil Mickelson is losing sponsors because of his support for the Saudi-backed Alternative Pro Golf League. And I don't really know a ton of the details, and they're not terribly relevant to the conversation that we're going to come up with here. Um, but what it came into is what sports that aren't like the big three, like NFL, MLB, and basketball, NBA. Mm-hmm. And I think actually two of those three are secure for the meantime. Are secure, but I could also make an argument two of those three need some work to bring me back to them. Mm-hmm. But that's what it what what the topic is is what sports do you think are failing or you don't have any interest in and how could you what could they do to get you interested right and so i think golf's a good starting point because mm-hmm. it's what spurred it mm-hmm. now i don't need anything for golf i am a golfer mm-hmm. and so therefore i watch it i follow it i you know Intended in the YouTube channel to like do golf content and did none because that's the level of go getter I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but neither of you guys are really golf guys. No, no. So I guess Elliot, I'm gonna let you go first. All right. What would it take to get you to watch golf? What could they do to be more exciting? Well, I mean, you know, I think that instead of having 18 holes, nine holes would be a thing for me. Like, the quicker that it takes to get, cause, you know, because after, after nine holes, whoever has the lead, for the most part, unless it's like, if it's not close coming out of there, whoever has the lead basically finishes it out as the guy. Right, like if it's if it's if it's extremely like, I mean, I'm talking about like a gargantuan lead. You know? <laughs> this is where this is, yeah. it's like but, Tiger Woods, you know, back in 2000 or whatever, whenever he's leading by 20, maybe. Right. I mean, but, <laughs> so, so, but, but the thing, so my, my my thing is this, like, my my attention span is such that like, I mean. Because golf doesn't have a whole lot of movement anyway. It's a guy hitting a stick and walk, you know, hitting a stick, hitting a ball and walking. And then and that puts it. And the only difference between to me between that and Olympic walking as a comp, competition, which it is a competition, Olympic walking, why that is, I don't know. But is the golf stick? It's just perpetual walking. Okay, the golf stick. Uh-huh. It's, it's a club. 
which I'm not a part of. Um, <laughs> hey, buddy. So we're joined once again by Walter. He's uh, kind of playing and looking around for stuff to do. He's looking for the dogs. Um, so I will say, Elliot, uh, you can tell you don't watch it because of how you described it. Uh-huh. Um, because the one thing is they don't cover, like, the walking for the most part. I know. They go action to action. <laughs> they go so action be like to action. A, they actually, they would be like the original Red Zone. You know, because they... Yeah, golf, yeah, golf is very golf much is broadcast much the like the Red, Red Zone. Zone. And on top of that, it's also the whole notion of, like, it's a, it's like NPR radio from the announcers, right? You know, mm. and it goes like... And here comes you know, the swing. Here, here, here he comes. <laughs> He's walking out. He is measuring the putt. He is looking at the putt. He is straightening out his legs. And now he strikes the ball. And I'm like... Yeah, I mean, no. I, oh, I, that's I, a I, useful shot. I, I need it. I like useful I, shot, Jim. I, I, I need it. I, I need. I need. Speaking of Jim, they, they, they could add Jim Ross from the professional wrestling. To, to Jr. Work. can't work every sporting event, Jeez, but it would be, be like. Be look, look, look. We need to do. We need to keep him on the air as much as possible. We lost Madden. We've lost Summerall. We've lost Keith Jackson. Yeah, we lost Mean Gene. We need us Bobby Heenan. We need Jim like, to like. We, we need, need to get wrestling it on. announcers on everything. On every sport. Why yeah. hey, like? Why not? Because like, you know, that would that would definitely make it interesting. Because <laughs> you really can't. Because pro golf is really one of the sports that you really can't fake it anyway. Because mm-hmm. it's either you can hit the ball in the hole or you can't. Yeah. Oh, just, I, I mean, can't. <laughs> yeah. That's my whole problem. <laughs> uh, neither can I. But I don't even bother wasting folks' time and trying. Yeah, and I mean. The, the big thing, like you said, is how long it takes to get through one single event, right? I mean, sometimes there's like two, three-day events. Well, so a, your typical tournament is, it's actually five days. Five days. Mm-hmm. You could say six if you have to qualify on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of tournaments, they will have, they'll have Monday qualifiers, they'll have practice rounds on Tuesday, Wednesday's the Pro-Am... And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the tournament itself. See, that's like for that's for a regular regular person who's not into the sport. That's just like you're describing. You just took up my whole week. Right, but now here's the thing, though. Most people don't really watch until the final round, which that's is on Sunday. True. That's only the only thing that's televised anyway, right? No, they'll they'll televise the other ones, but it's usually that's Golf Channel stuff. Yeah. Okay. True. You know, Golf Channel, they'll they'll work their way around the different circuits. And, like, on a given day, you'll see, like, coverage of the senior t- tour, the regular tour, the European tour, the women's tour. Like, they'll kind of cover all of it on the Golf Channel. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not until Sunday in the final round that you get... The network coverage, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS, um, Fox for U.S. Opens. Mm -hmm. Um, Fox, I thought, did a great job with U.S. Open coverage. But I want to say they did have Joe Buck on it, so that was a demerit. Well, he fits perfectly with his voice, just like, and that ball is hit. He's also apparently a decent golfer. (laughs) Now, I will say this, that... um, 
I think Elliot to to kind of good point to Elliot. I mean, it's a good point, but I don't the nine hole thing and just like one nine hole round, like that won't happen. Well, then I'm. But <laughs> I think I'm not in. <laughs> I'm not in. <laughs> so, have you watched any of the match events? Nope. So, do you know what I'm talking about, Alan? The the no, match. I'm not gonna act like I do. No. Okay, so it started out with Tiger versus Phil. The only golfing I ever did was a BMW Classic at a uh, Cherry Creek, Colorado, working security. Other than that, okay. nada. Yeah, I did put so, put golf. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, yeah, the occasional put put golf here and there on vacation. Yeah, of course. So the match was interesting. The, the first one was Tiger versus Phil. Mm. Then it was Tiger and Tom Brady versus Phil and Peyton Manning. Mm. Then they did oh, yes. Barkley and Phil versus where they had them mic'd up. Yeah, so they had heads. them mic'd up. They had them talking smack. That was they fun. had them in carts, which for TV golf definitely speeds it up. And they were interviewing them during... Like, that to me was a definitely a much more consumable product. product. But obviously you can't build a whole tour over that. Sure. And, you know, these, t- these tournaments have like, I want to say it's 120 guys to start. And then after the Friday, after two rounds, they're down to 70 or so. Yeah. Because they have a cut line. Mm-hmm. And so only your top half makes it to the weekend. And those are those are the guys who make money, too. Mm-hmm. If you don't make the cut, yeah. you don't get paid. And, you know, to, I guess, 120 people, you know, they're all golfing. That's why it does take so long to get through an event. So, like, you know, poker, you know, poker events, there's, like, multiple levels of the event. And there's, like, you know... A lot of yeah. people went to them, and there's like, I can see why it does take so long. And as far as like, how, what I could, what the sport could do, I guess to interest somebody like me, to back up like, Elliot's point, you know, the tournament does go too long, but maybe like, do I don't want to say a trick shot event because like you know, top golf is something that. Has sort of helped golf into the mainstream, right? I mean, you yeah. see top golf around every city, I, every I admit to that. main metropolitan city. You're like, oh, why not? Let's go check it out. Let's see what it is. So there, there have been efforts to reignite some sort of golf. Um, I don't want to say mania, but like just intrigue. So I, I get, I get, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's tough for. Like I said, just like with the the whole match format, yeah, because it's, it's tradition now at this point. It's right? it's tough format wise for a regular tournament, but the European tour does a great thing on their social media, in that they'll do like little skill challenges, um, with their golfers. They've had some really fun ones where like they'll play a hole with one hole, like a par three. With every club in their bag off the tee. Mm. And so, a lot of it shows off their skill. Like, if they can even get on the green. Yeah. With a driver on a 100-yard hole. Okay. You know, or if if it's a 240-yard hole, can they get on the green with a pitching wedge, which is meant to hit it 150 yards or less. Yeah. 
Like, it's it's interesting to show off their skills that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's, like, something I also did want to say. Like, the reason why it's so long and there are so many people and how Elliot said, like, maybe shorten it up. Because after, after so many holes, you're, whoever's on the top should always be at the top. Is like, the game is about self-consistency versus the nature that the world is giving you. Mm-hmm. So the reason why an event would be so long anyway to see if you're mentally strong enough to be able to keep that lead anyway because sometimes you crumble at the end there's been a lot of people who have fallen apart there's been you know there's i can't name names at the moment but there's been guys who had to hit a double bogey a six on a par four to win a major and have lost that major like they've fallen apart and it's it's definitely I think I think for if you're not a golfer uh-huh. TV golf may not be salvageable no but see all, all the things that you're talking about all the reasons why you love it as a golfer but for but the, with the question of like what it would take to get me right yeah, yeah okay see that's that's the discussion oh, yeah. see, you it, it's, you understand what that that golf is Cindy Crawford just walking down the street she has your attention okay <laughs> I'm like and like saying but but for me golf is Cindy Crawford in a you know Burka like covered from head to toe. I'm like saying, I'm like saying, and I don't even know that it's Cindy. I'm like saying, like there's nothing wrong with that outfit. I'm just saying that, like I'm like, okay, yeah, I does he, I, that nothing for me. So there is to me one format that I think would help for somebody like you, and that is the match play format. And how that works is you play for a hole. Mm-hmm. So you play the hole. And you can either lose the hole, mm-hmm. win the hole, or draw the hole. Mm-hmm. And you go until somebody has a lead that can't be taken over. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll see it. There's actually, I think it's coming up. There's a match play event. It's in, um, is it in Austin? It's in Austin or Dallas. I think it's Austin is the match play. Mm-hmm. And there aren't many of them. Like, every goal, every. Every tournament has become stroke play mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. But I think match play can be more exciting because you start seeing guys, there's some strategy. Because mm-hmm. guys will concede a putt. Right. And they'll try and get in each other's heads. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of what makes the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup so exciting. Because mm-hmm. it's a team event mm-hmm. and it's match play. Mm-hmm. And you just, you're, 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 Playing for the pride of your country, right? Um, I think more match play events would probably help with what you're saying of shortening. Well, it can... and it's also an elimination format. It's not like if you lose on the first in your first match in the match play event, you're done. Mm. Okay, it's not 120 guys playing for two days, then 70 guys play for two more days. Mm. It's a tournament. Right. See, yeah. now another thing that would that would possibly help out, at least it would intrigue me a little bit more, would be, and I understand that golf is all about tradition, even to the place of, like, where they always have the same major events, okay? And, like, so the Masters is always in uh, in Augusta, right? Or wherever they tend to say. So, like, so, like, 
could they have the master? Could they have the Masters in another city, or and the U.S. Open in another city? Okay, like, and, and, and I'm just saying, and like because because here's because here's, here's the thing, because Houston is a top four city. Like saying, what if the Masters? Because Masters is such a big event. What if they had the Masters here as opposed to, like. Because, because, and I say this, I'm borrowing from the fact of like even the Super Bowl perennially had how many times has the Super Bowl been in Miami, right? Yeah. And then, but everybody and and to the point that people can remember which which Super Bowl you're talking about when it went to Miami. But everybody remembers the time they had the Super Bowl in New York City. Because was that one particular time just they changed it up one year, right? Yes, it seemed crazy. You see, because that's not traditionally what the NFL did when it came to Super Bowl, but they did it, and it like got it actually. Yeah. Some interest, right? Yeah, and and same thing when they had the Detroit had it in Detroit, and I don't know if they had it in the new stadium from from Minneapolis, but like when they've had yeah. it in other places, then the tradition, like no, then it's like okay, they haven't done that here before. Okay, unless I said that 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 actually like that at least get me to like look at, at least to what's going on, what, in what's, my city. What, what's going on in my city, All right. what's, what's going on, on in this time, what's going on let in the jump in here, All right? So, of the four majors, uh-huh. the Masters is the only one that is at the same place every year. Okay. The U.S. Open moves around. Mm-hmm. The British Open has a 14-course rota rotation yeah. throughout, and they, they've added courses over the years, taking courses off. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Open is working on forming a kind of, of, of a rota like mm-hmm. that, a mm-hmm. rotation. Mm-hmm. Which one was hosted um, here? There was like a Shell something. Shell so the open. Shell Houston Open yeah. is here. Mm-hmm. And that's usually, I want to say it's now the week before the Masters. Yeah. Okay. So it attracts guys who are trying to qualify for the Masters. Because mm-hmm. you have to have a certain, you have to have a win or a certain ranking mm-hmm. to even get in the Masters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Masters is very much like the, the Opens, the U.S. and the British Opens, mm-hmm. they have different qualifying requirements than the Masters. Mm-hmm. The Masters, I want to say you have to be top 50 in the world mm-hmm. and or have a win in the past year. Mm-hmm. And then there's some other exemptions like if you've won, if you've won a major in the last 10 years, if you've won a Masters ever, mm-hmm. yeah. like you get to come back. And, and I'm not sure all of them. Mm-hmm. But there are ways to qualify. Mm-hmm. And can I just random add on to that? How you just said you just win one time, right? You're qualified for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, people are like, well, how, how come LeBron James is an MVP every year? How come so-and-so, you know, they're, they're MVP every year. It's like, look, they're already at that MVP level. Mm-hmm. I think instead of being, instead of making an argument why they aren't that other year, it's like another per- player had that re or another player had that resurgence to elevate their team to where that other team was. Mm. That's why he deserves to be a valuable player this year, you mm. know? So, I mean, just random, random. <laughs> add on. So yeah, making the MVP more so the WWE championship, as opposed to like the oh, player no, who's no. the retained, the who's like a bad player. Who's the, who's the, who's <laughs> and look, this is not running it in the NBA. At least I don't think. <laughs> like it's so, so but but the whole thing of that it's a way of marketing the league yeah. as opposed to announcing who is the, the best, best player right in the league at all time. And at, and at one point, thirty forty years ago, it was for the best player in the league. Yeah. Now it's not so much. It's who's carrying the banner of the league the best. Yeah. No. So there's that. Yeah. So, um, with golf, I 
I will I will kind of put in my two cents that I think would help golf. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more match play events. I think just that that elimination style adds more drama, adds more tension, mm-hmm. and shortens individual matches. Yeah. Because if you're down by seven and you've got six holes to go, mm-hmm. you're done. It's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. They, they, and that's, you know. But I think the other thing that they really could do that I think they, they found with the match events mm-hmm. is mic up these players. Mm-hmm. Because you read, like, there's a lot of stories about players who are very entertaining. Yeah. Like, could you imagine following around John Daly for a whole round? He's still around? Oh, Lord. So, John Daly's on the senior tour now. Is he? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yes, he's... Uh, so, we put He went and got old. <laughs> and um, his son is playing college golf for mm-hmm. University of Arkansas. Okay. So, I was watching, and actually, him and his son won... The PNC Championship a couple months back, mm-hmm. which was Tiger's first tournament back mm-hmm. with his son. Mm-hmm. And they had microphones around a lot for those groups. Mm-hmm. So you got to see and hear them, mm-hmm. you know, interacting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a great way to kind of get it. Like especially now with like Bryson DeChambeau and mm. Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson just being Phil, like Phil mic'd up for the last twenty years would have been amazing. Just the the the, the garbage the, he talks. Phil's the only one I knew. He said these other names. I don't know who. He was <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, so you know, it's like Phil Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods. You know, and like out of, after Tiger, yeah. it's like. Jack Nicholas, yeah, he's I, retired. I could tell Lee you, Gerino, like the, the guy who was wearing like uh, neon the whole time, but like, other, like other than him wearing neon, like no, his like name, Ricky Fowler. His, yeah, his name never really stuck the bright in the orange. Brain. Yeah, you know, do you, you know, know why he wore the orange? It, uh, no, why? He played at Oklahoma State. Okay, so he was wearing his college colors. I don't want to say yeah. something and he'd be like, "Oh, it's because of yeah. some sickness thing." Then or was something. A, <laughs> <laughs> then was like, well, now I'm an asshole, huh? See, then there was Chichi Rodriguez, who was a character. He's the one that always did the little yeah. thing with that. But see, but guys don't even do that anymore. So yes, that's 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 another thing is that the golf used to be a bit more colorful, and it's I feel like it's starting to get back there. But what what happened is. I mean, you see what hap- what's happening to Phil now. He had some comments, mm-hmm. and his sponsors are dropping him. Mm-hmm. And that has kind of made the golfers themselves a little bit boring. But they were kind of boring before that, though. This was not that. That's not new. They, I mean, well, like, yeah, you could say they were boring before, but there was not an avenue for them to kind of express themselves. And now that there was starting to be, like how you mentioned earlier. Phil doing the social media a little bit oh, later, yeah. but ruling at, at the game, yeah. you know, one little blunder or, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't want to speak about what the Saudi thing is, what the issue people have with it, but drawing back to WWE, the issue that people had when, same issue. when WWE did their Saudi deal was like, oh, it's blood money and exactly. all these things. And WWE did run into the problem where a lot of their superstars got uh, held hostage at Saudi oh, yeah. Arabia, even though they don't want to say that they got held hostage, right. but, but they did. They mysteriously couldn't take off. But they did. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there is a risk to doing business in these other sides of the world. Oh, yeah. But 
risk and reward, and you you're aware of the risk of dealing with uh, monarchies or you know whatever you want to yeah. label them as. Mm-hmm. So. We just spent a lot of time on golf. Right. It's probably going to be one episode right there. <laughs> but yeah, we'll say this. So, go ahead. Because uh, if we're going to transition, can I say something about it? Because I'll tell you one, one sport that is losing me. Okay. okay. And that it, that's the NBA. Agreed. Okay. And, and I could give... I, will, I, will, I, will, I couldn't give less. I, I will, I will tell, and I will tell you why. Um... You know, because it's not about the money. Because regardless of like what area you're in, the NBA players always made more, made significantly more money than the common guy. Okay, you know that would be me. They said like you know because you know Magic wasn't making LeBron's money, but LeBron, but Magic was making a ton more than what that I have than I made when he was playing. You know, saying so it's not that. It's not even about what they do in their private time. Because frankly, I'm a grown man. I don't care what other grown men do in their private time. Don't care. It's the it, dr- drama- dr- dramatization of everything's in the issue. The games, Every, yes. it's, 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 it's that, but but for but format reasons. See, again, it's the same. It's actually you can draw a correlation because I because the problem I have with golf is the fact that it's so long, right? <laughs> All right, I remember specifically. NBA games aren't long. No, 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 season, no, no, but but no, no, it's not the season. The season's no. been eighty-two games since I was a kid. The problem has been the playoffs. See, because not because uh. see because see. By 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 uh, it used to be that by the end of May, this is the NBA championship. You're done. Oh yeah. Okay. And because the fact is, is that it was a three, five, seven, seven. Mm-hmm. Right. So regardless of how like how how and and, and I thought and, and I didn't realize how much I valued it until it got to now. Because now you got it's seven seven. It's all series are seven. Right. And they yeah. added around, didn't they? No, no. It's well, still, the no, 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 no. That, yes, they did. They, they added the play, play in they, tournament. They, they play in tournament, which is stupid which is to me. Silly. Okay. Yeah. It's because see, see, because 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 the the reason why I like I think the best the the, the original format that I at least for me was original the best of three. Because even if you had a, even if you were like the best team, you had to play. You, you had to play, and, and, and like, and so like, yes, okay, so one versus eight, eight just happens to get lucky. One that you, the, they, and and for three games, they you know, and they they strung two games together and beat the, the eight, beat the one, and that was it. In fact, there's a there's actually a a, a legitimate thing for that because the Rockets. That um, went to the NBA Finals with a losing record back in nineteen in the early eighties with Moses Malone as the center, right? Whoever thought a losing team, a team with a losing record, they were like forty and forty two and went. Right? <laughs> yeah. They said they lost to the they lost to Celtics, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the, but the, but the point being is that but the only reason why you could do that is because it was best of three, and so best of three then best of five. So the the team got lucky, and they just then they got yeah, five games worth of lucky, right? So, and then they and then they got hot, right? After all that, because said that was more intriguing to me than best of seven every round. That means that ultimately. The number one seed, you know, can take two can games off, off and then come back, right? Yeah. And see, and and so that, now we're talking about to the end of June. Yeah. And say whereas before it was like when they when the season when the the play season including the playoffs come to the end by the end of of May, then you're talking about the the draft has always been the draft, but there was four weeks to actually talk about the NBA draft who was coming. Right, but then on top of that, but the NBA drafts in like April, right? N- like during the season, it doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, no, there was something that happened. That there was something that ended up last happening. Season, in, I think in last the season they moved it because of COVID or something. They had to yeah. like 
Okay, but the fact that it's schedule. during the season, no. even if it's during the playoffs, is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, actually, they they no they they would have the they would establish the the um, lottery. The lottery was was determined in April, but okay. the draft was at the end. It was after the season came to an end. So, like when it happened in June, there were still like weeks between that and the end of the season. So the pundits could talk about who was coming. You knew who was coming. Right, and so there was a completely different break. And if they had it that way, the WNBA would actually have time to actually have their own audience because, in the format that it is now, they're competing. Their beginning of their season is competing with the end of the season of the NBA now, and they haven't been around long enough. They're still not as established as the NBA, and so there's all of that, and they're pulling from the same pot of people. Yeah. So you're That's like, true. and so and so now you're not have so so you're negatively affecting their marketability. Because you're not getting casual fans to the WNBA. No, you you people that love basketball, and after you've watched the NBA championship, now you got to come back to watching a regular season, season regular game, season, and, and, it's, and it's the start of a whole new. Listen, no, see, and you're at this point, like you said, you're midway through the season or whatever, ten games in, you're like, oh, all right, what's what's going on here? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's the and so so that's where the NBA is losing me. All the other stuff, I mean, but the, what the media is trying to make me think is important, which I do not appreciate that because that's bad journalism. I'm like, it's like. What I, stuff are you talking about? I mean, like Kyrie stuff, or well, not. I mean, it's like there's. I mean, there's. You're talking about the NBA players using their their voice for social justice. I mean, I don't. You can use your voice. For, you use your voice for social justice all you want to. My thing is that like the people, the the players' personal lives, like yeah. to, to a whole other level. It's like okay, so we find out because. Like somebody is because there's, there's a level of 1984ism in there, you know, with Big Brother watching and saying, "Oh my God, so and so was at the at, at the ice cream shop with so and so, and she, you know, what's he doing with her?" Like, I don't care. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and, and that's a product of of obviously social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody with a phone is a journalist now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Alan, what do you? Okay, so Elliot, what do you think they can improve? We kind of okay. Kind of I would, I would, I would, okay, I would go back to the three, five, seven, seven format. Okay, because the, the, okay. the, 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 the conference finals and the final NBA finals would be the sevens. Would be the sevens, right? And the format at the finals used to be, and I think it should be to go back to this. It was two games at home. Then it was three games on the road for the road team. Two, three, two. Yeah, two, yeah. three, two. Not two, two, one, one, one. Like, no, yeah. that's stupid to me. That's like, true. Like, because, like, it's like, it's that that format too. Because, because, because that was the whole thing. If you came, whoever came in with the um, home field with, advantage. With, the home, with, with the home home field advantage, that was the the other team. That was how they got back into it anyway. Because you got three right. games in a row, and then it's like, okay, well, hopefully you got yourself back into contention. Because if you don't by the end of that third game, you're done, son. <laughs> like, like so, We'll let you win one so we can take it back home and win it over there. Right. <laughs> so, Alan, you got anything for the NBA as to what needs to to improve to be more engaged? I feel like you're pretty engaged in NBA. Me? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really locked in. Um, my, my shot's on point. I feel... The offs, the postseason is. Did you say your shots on point? My shots on point. It's in the. It's in the rim. Uh, 
yeah, the postseason has definitely just gotten elongated way too much. The the travel schedule in between home and away, they take like two days off. Mm-hmm. It's it's way too much, and you know, with the extra add-on game, the playing playoffs, whatever they do, it's it's an extra week, an extra two weeks, and the the playoff format, it's definitely just gotten way too elongated. And home and away, it's just mm-hmm. the in-between time. It takes way too long to get back into a series, and like you did mention, the the formatting. Mm-hmm. You can sometimes predict when the higher seed is taking a night off just to, you know, let some players rest. And I can definitely say, like, there are some series where the Rockets had uh, the Warriors down a little bit earlier. And if it would have been, like, a five-game series instead of a seven-game series, they would have gotten them. So, you know, I can't can't say that doesn't hurt. But I think the lottery system, it's just – I think it Mm -hmm. should be – just a placement, you know? I mean, some teams will tank, and, you know, that's the reason why you have the lottery. But the whole... It, I guess this point that I'm bringing, it just depends what deals you make with specific teams, mm-hmm. right? Because if the Rockets would have not gotten their pick in one of those top lottery picks, they would have gotten to swap it with the, the Nets or whatever the deal was. So that's kind of my reason to be like, you know, you should just be whatever your position is. That's what your position should be in, in the draft class. So, and the lottery is going to come back into play in mm-hmm. a in a, another sport? Can I, can I add something to that, though? I like that, but I would add, I would add one other twist to it, right? Mm-hmm. To pre- in order to prevent it from prevent tanking. Tanking? Pre- okay, it would be this. If you were in the lottery the previous year, the first bit. Yeah. If you were 1 through 10, okay. if you were in the lottery the, first, the, the previous year, right, just because you got a bad record this year doesn't guarantee you're going to be in the lottery this year. You, you had your shot, right? So... Like no, you can have the you get you like you get. So you don't want a Sixers trust the process. No, 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 no. I, I was gonna say you might get like the, the, the highest you can get is like ele- a f- eleven. Okay, would be eleven. So like it has to be. I wouldn't go that high high up. I'd probably go eight. Seven. Okay. I mean, who's look, actually in the lottery? Is it the lowest five or lowest, lowest four? Ten. It typically would be the lowest ten. Is it? And then they it's like and they throw the lottery balls on so yeah. like that. But my thing is that there are some teams that are perennially in there every year, like or at least like in the last five years, it's been like roughly the same amount of teams, same teams every single time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're not really trying, mm-hmm. and you're robbing the fans, and you're making the league look bad because, like, how are you spending all this money, and people spending their hard-earned money in that city to get a, a good product. Oh, yeah. So I may have a solution because my gripe is all these super teams. Yeah. Ah. All the players are now buddies. Mm-hmm. Nobody has that... Jordan and I took that personally. Mm-hmm. Edge. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to play with their buddies, mm-hmm. and they want to make these super teams. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a destination for one of those super teams, mm-hmm. you're SOL. Mm-hmm. TFL. Um, like so, like New Orleans, mm-hmm. they can't get anybody to go and play with Zion, a very exciting player. Mm-hmm. Like. You're wasting prime years of people's talent, mm-hmm. but it also makes me wonder if contraction isn't something they need to look at. 
do they need there there's what 30 NBA teams 32. right now 32 32 mm-hmm. uh, do they need 32 has the has the talent pool diluted to the point where you can't put together 32 teams that start the year with a shot well cuz even in the NFL mm-hmm. like <sighs> bless you little buddy <laughs> in the NFL Really, I feel like three quarters of the teams feel like they have a shot. Mm-hmm. Your real bottom feeders don't, and mm-hmm. and it's the same problem. The same bottom eight almost every time, mm-hmm. right? A yeah. lot of times, but like, for example, the Texans, mm-hmm. they won how many division titles before they just recently really went to shit? We won ten, Brian. We won ten. Now it was like five, six. But to your point, that's just that's the Bill O'Brien. But, but my, my point is, if you can't put together a competitive roster, mm-hmm. do you have too many teams? Well, here's, to, to that end, let me, let me answer to that one. I think, I, think there is a, I, th- I think that the general manager core on these teams is not as good and as sharp as they were back 40 years ago. Well, they, they let the yeah. players take charge. But, but, but that still goes to general manager sharpness, okay? Exactly. Because, because when it comes to anything else, you want something done in your house, there's a contract that you sign with the mechanic, right? They got to do a particular job of uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the plumber, right? They got to do what they said they're going to do, and this is what you're paying them to do X, Y, Z job, right? So the contract, you got to control... That's that's where you have control as a as any type of organization. I don't care what profession or what industry, all right. So you can demand more. You can sit there in the because they have because the, all these got this collective bargaining. And for the NBA, the problem is the free agency has run up, run up. You put that and and the, the the loophole has been the fact that like teams can't they they go through the trades they can't you know because David Stern blocked Chris Paul from going to the Lakers yeah. playing with Kobe, right? Because that affected talent balance in the league, right? But there was nothing that said that, of course, and it's how LeBron was able to get around it because three student of the game. But as a free agent, you can go where you want. I would change the rule. And it says, that, okay, you, 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 you can only be a, you can go from one team to another team every five years. You can't, and it has to be when your contract has come to an end. Like, it's like, as a free, as a, as a free agent, now a team could trade you. That's a whole other deal. But you, as a player, because the fact because these guys because because honestly we've seen in the last couple of years. Okay, Ben Simmons, he hadn't been around the league long enough. But three years in the league, he's wanted to go somewhere else. Now he has be pouted him hauled right there. And again, I fault the general manager and the leadership of the organization for not like okay you signed him to a contract. If yeah. he's not then you take him but the and. To- to the Phillies' defense, the GM mm-hmm. from Philly mm-hmm. is now the GM who used to be here. Mm-hmm. So Ben Simmons being a problem, mm-hmm. he had a quick solution. Mm-hmm. Go find my, but the my problem, problem solver his, from But Houston. his problem solver is a problem, too. Oh, James sh- Harden, this is his third team mm-hmm. in a calendar year. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, our podcast... You pointed it out the last time you were on, Alan. James Harden was has been on three time three teams in the forty episodes we've done of this podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that, absurd. That be troublesome, and it's because he keeps trying to. And then when he was here, 
It was, oh, hey, bring in this buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't get along anymore. Kick him out. Bring in this buddy of mine. Kick him out. See, like, it's ridiculous. Bring there in this last be... buddy of mine. That last buddy is like, oh, you know what? Right. I don't, don't want to do this. But, but it, 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 here's the thing, though. But even prior to all that, there was a great coach. He, 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 he complained about the coaches. He had a good one to Kevin McHale. And then, yeah. and then he complained about it, and and had and got rid of that. Then he wanted another coach. He had he he wanted other teammates that uh, that was good on the wing. He had one, and Chandler Parsons ran that person off. The thing is, the problem and again goes back to the leadership within the organization. See, because the point is that you can demand more in the contract for what you're paying. Look, it, it doesn't cost us millions of dollars to get our cars fixed, but I guarantee you, we take it to any of these places to get our car fixed and it doesn't come with what we paid for to have it work and it doesn't work, we're going to have a problem. Okay? That's a fact. Then the fact that they're not demanding more out of it because... see these guys are millionaires. Right, exactly. Because, see, see, I I had a problem with the fact that, see, people... My my, my generation was in love with Shaq. My problem that I had with Shaq and the the guys that came afterwards, prior to him, big men, 69 to 7 foot, could shoot, could shoot, could shoot free throws at least 80 percent, and that was the norm. Yeah, Shaq showed up around like all I gotta do is dunk and rebound, and that's all I got. And, and then what? And what I do, and, and what I do with that, that's that's good enough. But to my point, he was dominant, and he had rivalries with Carl Malone, with David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Like he had rivalries. He wasn't like. I want to go to San Antonio and play and have the triple towers. But he. But that's what they're doing now. But he it's, did. Though. I want to go play with my buddies. No, he. He did though, because he forced himself. He forced his way out of Orlando. Okay. And then, and then, like, and then, of course, he what and Kobe. Like? Ultimately, in the end, like I said, and then there was that force out with there, right? And then he and, went to Miami with right. D Wade. Yeah, exactly. So, there, so this and and prior to him, even Barkley did that mess. Each time that I saw it, I had a problem with it. Was the fact is, like, I was looking at, at from a business standpoint, I'm like, no other employee ever. Because, <laughs> like, walk into, are we going to any of our bosses and say, I can't work with him. I'm, I'm going to need you to move so-and-so. Yeah, but, like, to his point, like, can you imagine if, like, the HR guy from, like, Apple, right, would, so like, I walk can't... in and be like, hey, I can't work here. I either need a raise or I'm gonna. I need a trade to like Google or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, you know? like I can't yeah. stand Tim. I yeah. want to. I want to go work at Google with Joe. Right. Like, <laughs> See, and, and, and these are and these are all things. So as a maybe that's what it should be in the workforce. Yeah. Maybe. Like, well, and like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, talking about open trades, they were talking about maybe trading like Drew Brees. From wherever he's at at NBC to CBS for like somebody. Well, yeah, I remember CBS we were talking about the, mm-hmm. the, so, the broadcasts. Yeah. Like, so crazy stuff. It looks like this is going to turn into a little bit of a series because mm-hmm. <laughs> we only got through two sports and right. we have more. So I'm going to wrap this first part of it up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Is none of those things. Alan, thanks for coming by for this episode. Thanks for having me. Um, Everybody look forward to the next episode where we tackle a couple more sports. Elliot, thank you as usual for being you. Yeah, thank you. Check us out on our socials. This podcast is None of Those Things on Facebook at None of Those Things. On Instagram at This.Those. On Twitter at This underscore Those. Message us on the Facebook page and... um, 
Hit us up with an email. This podcast is none of those things at gmail.com. So, as usual, thank you, thank you everybody very much, and we'll see you next time.